Welcome to Giant Cocktails Happy Hour, a podcast where two amateur mixologists introduce homemade cocktails and discuss what makes each one a giant hit. Now, here are your hosts, Finn and Matthew Henry. It's time to raise a glass and kick off another episode of Giant Cocktails Happy Hour. I'm Matthew Henry, your host, and with me, as always, is my brother and partner in podcasting, the man who knows his way around a cocktail shaker better than anyone I know, Ben Henry. What's up, Ben? Okay, I'm a little... I mean, hi. Yeah. Hey, it's me, your partner in podcasting. (laughs) Um, Ben Henry. Um, okay. Look, it didn't say partner in crime this time. <laughs> no, you though. didn't. You so didn't. That. You didn't say partner in crime. That's good. Uh, because as we established, we both may commit crimes, but we rarely commit crimes together, if ever. That's true. I don't think we've ever been a partner in crime. I, that is true. That is true. We did talk about how we both committed the same crime for the same <clears throat> organization at different times. You still don't know what I mean by that. I still don't know what you mean by that. I think probably we jaywalked once or twice together, but it's no longer illegal now. Yeah, illegal now. I so. know it's no longer illegal now. So I think I can freely admit to that because I don't think that's a thing that they do charge you for things that aren't crimes anymore, even though you may have committed the crime in the past. Plus, yeah, the statute of limitations on on jaywalking when we were um, children must have passed by now. I would think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's good, but I that that I thought you were having Chat GPT write every intro. Well, that was a Chat GPT intro. Yeah, but it sounded pretty similar to some of the ones in the past, like like uh, better. Like, yeah, I, yeah, it, it's obviously running out of ideas and just kind of recycling. Different right, things. right. Knows his way around a shaker better than anyone I know. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And and you know, I today we might actually talk about shakers. So I felt like it was appropriate. that is appropriate. That is appropriate. So I, you know, I'll take it. I'll take the um, I'll take the compliment, um, you know. Um, yeah. So yeah. anyway, I, I I'm doing good. I uh, you know as as I said last week, I'm, I'm I was on a diet, and I am still on a diet until right. Not now, but now. Now. now, okay. Yeah. Now, now, the now diet, you're not on a diet. The diet is broken. The diet is over, okay. and uh, and yeah, I've broken it. I've broken the diet. So, uh, so yeah. So maybe I'll talk about that when I talk about my cocktail, which is not a diet cocktail. So if you came back this week thinking, "Hey, wow, maybe I'll get another like diet cocktail," I, I regret to inform you that first of all, there's no such thing, and second of all, I'm not giving you one today. Right. Quite the I opposite. Think, in fact, I think. Ben and I went in entirely different, opposite direction uh, for today's episode. So if you are uh, on a diet right now, I apologize in advance. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because we're going to break our diets today together. Together. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, I got a question for you. All right. Fire. So last night, uh, my daughter, uh, who is a good two and a half, three weeks away from graduating from high school, you likes to go to... Uh, concerts uh, in the city, and uh, yesterday she uh, wanted to go to a concert in Oakland at the Fox Theater, 
And so I took her and a friend uh, to the the theater, and then I parked and went around the corner and uh, found a bar and had dinner and a drink while I waited for them to do their concert thing. And this bar was interesting. Um, I, I don't even remember the name, but that's not relevant. Uh, what was interesting is it had a very um, it had a really interesting specialty cocktail menu. And a couple of like mezcal ones and just had a lot of different things going on in this menu. And so I was looking at those and I knew I was probably going to have two drinks on the night. So I wanted to have, I knew I was going to probably have one of the specialty cocktails and then I was going to have something else. And so I decided to start safe with an old fashioned. Okay. Okay. And that was on their menu. Yeah. It was on, and it even said like, you know, it had you know bourbon and and bitters and, and demerara gum syrup or something like that. I don't that. know that that's a safe. Okay, go, keep going, keep going. Yeah. You're on a okay. roll. Okay, so 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 then I so I ordered it, and when I got it, it was watered down with a little bit of like like tingliness to it, and I realized that they'd put a splash of soda into the old fashioned and. Uh, which, you know, you go back into old school yeah. before there was ice to dilute and all this sort of stuff. That was how they did it. Yes. And and so you can't be too upset with that, but it wasn't what I was expecting. Yeah. And so, so my question to you, though, mm. is that when you go into a new bar, do you go for the wild and exotic or the tried and true? Well, actually, I think we've talked about something similar to this in the past, because one of the things that I love to do when I I, I think we, we had a question where we talked about, like, what do you do uh, when when you're you're, you know, trying to get to know a bartender? Right. Or a bar. Oh, right. Right. Like this yes, is like a place that you're trying to like, should this be my regular go go to place? Right. Right. And so one of the first things that I always order is an old fashioned, but it's particular it's it's especially for that reason that you just mentioned, which is what kind of old fashioned are they going to make? Are they going to make a classic with a splash of water or a splash of soda? Both of which still water and soda water, both of those are are okay. Are they going to use bourbon? Are they going to use rye? You yeah. know, all of those sorts of questions, you know, are they going to muddle the fruit? Are they not going to muddle the fruit, you know? Um and uh, so, so that's one of the things that I'll order when I want to learn about the establishment. I just want to know what kind of place it is. And that's a good one to do when you want to just know, like, the inner workings of the place, right? What kind of bartenders do they hire? Do they, ha- do they take old fashions very seriously? Do they take their, you know, cocktail making very seriously? Or are they just kind of slinging, you know, slinging glasses around the thing trying to, you know, get to the end of the night? And uh, so so... So that's the one thing that I will do. But generally what I like to do is I like to look at the menu and I like to look for cocktails that um, are are interesting to me. And what's interesting to me is that they're craft in nature. So nothing that's like over the top, right? Like I don't want 17 ingredients and I don't want weird things in there like, you know, fruity pebbles or lemon curd. <laughs> You know what I mean? And no. <laughs> and uh, what I'm looking for are, you know, just interesting ingredients. Um, I, I'm particularly drawn to spicy cocktails. Okay. And I am particularly drawn to, to cocktails um, that use spirits that, um, that I'm not familiar with or a little bit off the beaten path. Uh, yeah. So, so I guess I guess I go for the, the wild and exotic 
not the tried and true unless I'm really trying. I guess that's what I would do, Matthew. If I really like their exotic cocktails, I will then order a an old-fashioned as like my third drink of the night. You know, like, oh, I liked those first two off of your fancy menu that cost $17. But now how do you make an old-fashioned? Uh, so, yeah, that's how I like to do it. Um, but generally speaking, you kind of know just by the vibe, right? You just know. Yeah, you know, yeah. you know that you're going to get, um, you're going to get an overpriced, uh, you know, Midori and, uh, Zima <laughs> or, or not when you walk into a place. Hmm. Mental note yeah. to self, Midori and Zima. Try it out. Okay. <laughs> Can you even get Zima? Is it, is it even around? I don't know. I'm sure there are plenty of unopened bottles all around this country, Matthew. That's true. Go on eBay, you can probably get some. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I guess I see your point. I uh like I said, I, I'm I'm always excited about the exoticness of the of the the menus when I look at them and I, I love looking at all the different cocktails and trying to decide which one is the most intriguing to me. Uh, but there's also something to be said for, you know, just knowing what you're going to get or thinking, you know, what you're going to get. And uh, uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I went with the tried and true, what I thought was a tried and true, and, and it didn't work out for me this time. But uh, next time, maybe I'll just uh, go for the wild and exotic and, and uh, forget Throw to Throw caution to the wind. That's right. You can, That's right. You, I should. You can I make should. the tried and true at home. Just how you like it. You know? That's true. Good point. Good point. Right. Um, Made by a man I, I in a think bow tie. on this particular case, this particular case, I couldn't decide on on the ones that they were doing, and and I, I think I just kind of panicked and went with the old fashioned because the guy was asking me what I wanted, and uh, but that's a different, you know, that's a different uh, right, vibe right. kind of story. Right, you felt pressured by the man serving you. I did. Well, yeah, yeah, it was a busy bar. People were there. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, okay. So I think it's time for tip of the day. I can't hear you. What? Tip of the day! Tip of the day! Oh, wow. I'm, it's time. All right, good. I'm already drunk, I Tip think. of the day. <laughs> and you know what? And, and so you and I were talking before we went on the mm-hmm. air, frankly, about, oh, my God, what tip of the day are we actually going to, to impart? And, right. and that was more my panic because I hadn't thought of anything. But you yes. came prepared. That's right. You had actually given this some thought. I had. So... Ben, tell us, what is your tip of the day? My tip of the day is uh, a couple of things, tricks and and things that you can do when shaking your cocktail. So when I shake my cocktail, I use a Boston shaker. Uh, I prefer those to your traditional uh, cocktail shakers just because they're easier to clean from, from my perspective. And, and I use a, a metal plus a pint glass combo. Uh, a, a lot of people use two metal ends, right? I, and they even have names, and I can't remember what their two names are. But um, that's because I don't use them, right? I just use the longer metal sh- uh, portion of the Boston shaker and then a pint glass. And uh, so there's a couple things that I do. When I'm shaking it, right, we always tell you in our recipes, like, you know, shake it for 10 to 12 seconds. Or, or sometimes they'll say shake until chilled, right, in, in recipes. And the easiest way that I've learned is, like, I don't count the seconds. I don't really think about how long I have been doing it. What I do is I just go by the feel of the metal tin in my hand as I'm shaking the cocktail. And once that reaches the temperature that I know is the dilution that I like and that I expect, then I know that the cocktail is done, right? 
another way that you can do this is by looking at the tin, right? And and telling how how frosted it gets. Uh, and it should get frosted, right? Like when you're shaking your cocktail in this manner, right? Unless unless the directions say otherwise. If your tin's not getting frosty cold, uh, then you're not shaking it enough. Or you don't have enough ice in there. Or that. You don't have enough ice in, in there as well. And so, well, I mean, let's, I think we've talked about that on this show before, but how much ice should you put in there? You should fill it almost all the way up. Your smaller container should be, I yeah. would say, about four-fifths to, to you know, uh, nine-tenths full, right? Just almost. In fact, in fact that's, I'm sorry, but that, that's what I do is I build my cocktail in the larger cup. Mm-hmm. And then I use the smaller one and I fill that with ice. And that's how I know that I'm getting the same amount of ice. Same, same. Um, although I will I will build in the glass, which is usually the smaller container, and then transfer and then fill the smaller one with ice. Um, just because I like to be able to see into my clear pint glass while I'm filling. But you don't use a pint glass. You use two metal tins, right? You use the... I, I do. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Maybe next week we'll know what the names of those are. I can't remember. But look at it up. I, I think you're making that Am up. Am I making I that up? A, to, well, we should yeah, give them names. names. Yeah? Okay. Well, next week. We're going to we'll call them Big Ben and Little Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah. So so I have a glass Little Ben and uh, and a metal Big Ben. And uh, yeah. And so, so, that's, so what happens a lot of times, though, right, when you're shaking those things is that the seal gets super tight, right? And... Um, Sorry, I just my brain just really wants me to say inappropriate jokes at this point. Um, fight it, fight it. <laughs> okay, but anyway, so when the, because of the cold, the metal, uh, the metal um, constricts, uh, and and it will create this really tight seal and almost create like a vacuum seal it at, is, at times. I think it is yeah, a vacuum, vacuum seal. seal. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's colder in there, right? And yeah. so the. Um, the the air has become less dense and so yeah now it's created there's a, the pressure has dropped and so now you got this vacuum seal and it's like and the metal's constricted around your you know the big bend is constricted around the little bend and and you can't get the darn thing open okay well so the secret is if you really know what you're doing you just hold it at the right angle and you just give it a pop with your fist right on the side and it'll crack open most of the time and it's a really satisfying sound, right? It's like crack, and then it opens up, and you're like, "Oh, cool!" And, then, and everybody around you kind of looks at you and goes, "Wow, Ben really knows how to make cocktails. Ben really knows his way around a big Ben and a little Ben." And uh, but sometimes, sometimes you just whack your fist on it, and it just hurts, and nothing happens. And that's because the seal is like super tight. Uh, so, so how do you handle that problem? Well, actually, the solution to this is really, really simple. You, what you do is you just take both of your hands and you whack it. <laughs> no. <laughs> you you, oh, bang, so you bang it against the you, you bang it against the bar until it just everything goes flying everywhere. No, that is what you don't want to have happen. You don't okay. want that to have happen. Have that have that happen. You put both of your hands around the seal where both of the glasses are in contact with each other, right? Around the big ben. Because the big ben is metal. And as your hands are sitting there, what they'll do is they'll warm up your Big Ben, and the metal will will relax just a little bit, but it's just a tiny little bit, right? We're talking about tiny little changes, but it's just enough to get a little bit of air in there. And pop the seal. And pop the seal. And so then, boom, you can go back to the fist thing, crack it open, and then you do your fancy pour or double strain or strain or, you know, 
Uh, but what you don't want to do is force it because then it will end up all over your wall and your bar and maybe your guests if you're lucky enough. That would be bad. To have friends. Yeah, that would be bad. So, yeah, so that's the tip of the day. I like it. Yeah. I like it because, you know, shaking your cocktail is one of the more fun things to do in the cocktail making. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, and probably one of the most important things. That's right. It chills it, dilutes it. Uh, you know, it, it's what the final step of preparation uh, most times before you're ready to consume. So that shaking is important, and uh, the the cocktail shaker is a. Uh, I'm being distracted by you pouring something into your glass. Here. I'm making a second cocktail. Oh, of course you. Well, are. because I'm All almost right. finished right. my first cocktail. I, I I got so excited talking about the Big Ben and the Little Ben, and then I was like, and I'm like, oh no, I need to have some of this while I'm talking about it. So I'm making a second cocktail. Sue me. Okay. So does that mean that I'm going first, or are you going? No, you're first? going first. Okay. I think I went first last time, didn't I? All right. You probably did. Yeah. I'm just old yeah. and senile. Don't remember. Turn. So, so I I will go first then. Uh, so last week Ben mentioned that we had never done a dessert cocktail on our on our podcast and and that got me thinking like that can't be true and um and then I actually even meant to go back and look but uh, I didn't so I'm going to assume he was correct and just decided to uh to 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 make one today well, and time out okay can I ask you a question sure if the cocktail had lemon curd in it or fruity pebbles would either of those have qualified as a dessert cocktail no Okay, yeah, then we still haven't done any uh, fruit cocktails. Fruit cocktails. We haven't done any fruit cocktails either, but we haven't done any dessert cocktails is what I meant. All right, I'm sorry. Continue. Okay, so, uh, so well, and the interesting thing is that my cocktail today is called a banana PB&J. And then that got me thinking because, you know, I eat PB&Js for lunch pretty much every day. And, Wait, now as an uh, adult? Is that yeah, you know, you could do that. <laughs> I, I, mean, I know you can't. Uh, no, keep going. Sorry, I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. All right. All right. Especially when you buy the Incrustables from Costco. I, I mean, anyway, I digress. Uh, so so I decided to do a banana PB&J. And, and this is a sweet cocktail. There is no getting around this one. Uh, and uh, And it is a... One of those that you're like you're you're gonna not want dessert after that. In fact, today my family brought home cheesecake from the cheesecake factory, and I knew I was having this cocktail, and I put my cheesecake in the fridge, and uh, and and decided to wait because I knew this one was gonna be so sweet that I would I would I would be good with the cocktail. That's how sweet it is. Uh, what's in it is one and a half ounces of peanut butter whiskey. I'm using Screwball, but there are other brands out there. A quarter ounce of banana liqueur. And I am using the higher end that I think I used in my old-fashioned last week, uh, the Jaffard's uh, Banana de Liqueur or whatever it was called. Uh, And then an ounce of lemon juice, three-quarter ounces of orgeat syrup, which is a nut uh, based syrup, and in this case it's almond, but goes really well with the PB&J theme. And then a bar spoonful of strawberry preserves. I almost did lemon curd just to piss you off, but instead <laughs> I'm keeping it with strawberry. <laughs> strawberry preserves, and, and then one egg white. And you put all those into your cocktail shaker without ice, and you you connect them and you shake the crap out of it for about 10 seconds hard. Um, if you shake it too long it actually the the egg white and all that expands and it will actually pop 
uh, Anya there. So um, so just, just shake good enough to get a good emulsification. And then you add ice and shake it again until well chilled. And then you double strain that into a coupe glass and then give it a light sprinkling of freeze-dried strawberry dust. And the first time I made this, I didn't have that and it was fine, but I went and got some and actually ordered it on Amazon. And uh, this time I made it and I actually, it is a nice little touch. It's got, it gives you a nice little strawberry touch uh, when you're, when you lay it on top of that froth, frothy foam on top and, and then you, you sip it. So uh, it is a very sweet very, it'll harken you back to your youth or last Thursday's lunch uh, with your PB&J. So that is what I am drinking today, Ben. Incrustables? They're so good. <laughs> and easy. I'm lazy, man. <laughs> wow, that that is pretty lazy. But anyway, sorry, I couldn't <laughs> let that go. I couldn't let that go. I couldn't let that go. I mean, if you're going to make a PB&J, at least, at least, I mean, all right, it's fine fine you do you it's fine it's fine that actually sounds like a wonderful cocktail and and because it's a dessert cocktail i'm not gonna knock you for putting something that you spread on bread into it right because like that seems like the appropriate time to bring that sort of thing out and and it is you know like when you're a dessert cocktail right uh yeah i you know what that i mean and and hmm, i'm a big peanut butter fan Right. I love mm-hmm. me the peanut butter. And as I was thinking about my cocktail today, uh, the thought did cross my mind of using a peanut butter flavor in my cocktail. So um, I'm glad I didn't. Uh, well, and, and there are other ways of kind of mixing this cocktail up. I mean, you could do a fat wash with whiskey and peanut butter, um, you know, without going out and buying the. And how does one do a whiskey? fat wash, Matthew? You take a big glob of peanut butter and you th- throw it in a jar with some whiskey and let it sit for a day or two. And then you double strain it out with a cheesecloth and get all the parts out. And what's left is uh, some whiskey that has peanut butter flavor. That's right. It's kind peanut of butter infused, infused whiskey. Yeah. And then the other thing that you can do is you don't have to do a banana PB&J. You could do like a chocolate liqueur. You could do, you know, for like maybe like a Nutella type thing going on. You know, so there's there you could change eggs out to kind of keep it, you know, keep it fun and keep it, uh, um, you know, truer to the childhood PB&J. You right. Know. Or you could swap out. You could use the peanut butter screwball with uh, with a chocolate liqueur. And then you've got like a peanut butter cup. Right. Exactly. You don't do the the, the preserves. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, that sounds that sounds really nice, and it looks really pretty too. That's uh, it is. That is a nice Very cocktail. pretty. Uh, okay. So, what are you drinking? Oh, then? Well, yes. What am I drinking? Well, as I mentioned last week, Matthew, I've been on a diet, and I've been on a diet up until right about now on this show. And I lied earlier when I said that the diet was going to be broken right then, because I actually started drinking my cocktail as we started the show. And now it's almost all gone. Like it's it's like okay, it's like a third. It's like a third left. I, I've got a third of it left. Um, and and Matthew, I this whole past week, all I've been eating no, it's been two weeks. All I've been eating is celery, and uh, and yogurt, and uh, I let myself have eggs in the morning, you know, for the protein, and then I just kind of ride the protein through the rest of the day, you know. Mm. Um. And, How hangry and are you I'm at the end of the day? Uh, so hangry. So mm-hmm. hangry. And you know what? I, I'm kind of still hangry right now 
because <laughs> I I haven't really had much to eat up until this moment. But I thought I'm going to break my diet with a decadent dessert cocktail. Nice. And so now, now, you know, and I thought, hey, I'm going to be the first one. I'm going to have the first dessert cocktail on the show. And you stole my thunder. <laughs> so. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. you get to have the second. <laughs> yeah. Second out of two. I'm in last place. <laughs> I'm in last place. But you know what? I did. I did lose a little bit of weight. Matthew, you want to know how much weight I lost in my two week diet? Yes. How much? I lost 1.2 pounds. In two weeks. Yeah, which I guess yeah. is okay. I didn't really go that as hard okay. as I was planning, you know? I ended up eating a lot yeah. more celery than I than I thought I was going to. <laughs> and they say it's negative calories, but it's not. It's no, not. no, especially when you put the peanut butter on <gasps> the celery. Oh, is that really? <laughs> Wait, they didn't... I thought whenever you put anything on celery, it just made... Just, the calories just didn't count. Like, that's... Uh, no, that, no, it doesn't work that no. way. No. <laughs> Well, damn. I can see how you would think that, That explains a lot. All right. So what am I drinking today? Today I am drinking a cocktail known as the Porto Flip. And the Porto Flip actually has a long history. It's quite old. Um, But it's actually, uh, well, I don't know that it's that old. Yeah, I guess it is old. The Porto Flip, um, it is similar to a cocktail called the Coffee Cocktail. Um, the coffee cocktail is a cocktail that just looks like coffee, but isn't actually coffee flavored. It just describes the color. Um, so uh, the Porto, it comes out of like, I think it would first appeared in a book in the 1860s, the Porto Flip. Um, and it is uh, the way I made it today is one and three quarter ounces of uh, port. I actually used a dessert wine that's port-like from a small winery in uh, in in Sonoma County, Um, and uh, so it's not actually a port, but it is port-like. And then I have a one ounce of cognac in here. You can use brandy. That's what the original Porto Flip called for. Um, One ounce of heavy cream. This is an addition that I got from a recipe that I found on liquor.com who attributed it to a man by the name of Alan Katz. So this is his recipe that I am using today. Um, And then because it's a flip, what does a flip have in it, Matthew? An egg. A whole egg. A whole raw egg. Egg white, egg yolk. Crack that open and you put that in there. And then I added one and a half teaspoons of fine granulated sugar, extra fine, um, rather than simple syrup. And that's because this is already a cocktail with a lot of liquid in it, right? So they he wanted to add sweetener to this, but didn't want to add liquid. I'm assuming that's why he did it that way. Um, and then you take all of those ingredients, you put them into your Boston shaker. You can put it into the little bin or the big bin, however you want to do it. Um, and then you put the two bends together, you shake up your Boston shaker and really vigorously to get the emulsification from the egg white portion of the egg yolk. Uh, and then you fill the little bend with ice and then you reshake until chilled, judging how chilled it is by the temperature on the big bend or on the little bend if you got a metal little bend. And, uh, and then... Uh, in this particular recipe, I drizzled a, a bar spoon of yellow chartreuse on top. I would encourage you to experiment with all kinds of liqueurs, though, uh, to see what you um, to see what you like. 
Um, but that adds a little bit, a little bit of extra brightness to this cocktail. Um, and then uh, you strain all of that into. Sorry, before you put the chartreuse on, you strain it into a coupe, serve it up, um, and then you drizzle the chartreuse on it. And then I topped it off by grating a nutmeg over the top, and it creates a very kind of. Um, well, it's a very rich and creamy and very, but also very mild flavored, a sweet, smooth cocktail. This isn't really bringing a lot of flavor. And in fact, the nutmeg is really, really strong here since it sits on top. Um, I would encourage you actually to go very light on that dusting so it doesn't dominate the cocktail. I think on my current one that I'm drinking right now, I might have gotten a little too overboard. Um, but it is actually a very unassuming, very rich, very creamy cocktail, um, that kind of packs a lot of punch in terms of ABV, um, Mm -hmm. but is very, um, it's very, um, it's very soothing and calming. And that might just be because of the calories in it, Matthew, and because I'm so (laughs) hungry. I'm just so, I'm so hungry. And I, uh, uh, hey, sh- 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 <laughs> well, I, as he downs the rest of his cocktail uh, and licks the inside of the glass, uh, question yeah. for you: mm-hmm. uh, the yellow chartreuse. Mm. Like, does that come through at all? Like, it feels like this is a really heavy cocktail, and then you've got this, this bar spoon of yeah, yellow chartreuse. Yeah, so you chartreuse. drizzle. What does that do? Well, you drizzle it on the top, so it it, it is present in that first okay. uh, the first tastes. Uh, I I I drank that a long time ago, at the beginning <laughs> of the show. But no, it is present. Um, and it, it's kind of like the way I would equate it. it it's kind of like a thin layer of like a a citrus or. Uh, custard on top of like a a dessert right like it's it's Mm -hmm. that thing that just kind of breaks the heaviness of the rest of the cocktail with a little bit of bright um you know herbaceous kind of flavor in this particular case uh so yes it really does come through but only because it's drizzled on top if if that small amount was just mixed in chartreuse is not strong enough of a a liqueur to to have that impact Um, which is why I would say that you could use any other kind of liqueur on top, right? Uh, the, the, the port and the cognac are both really kind of mellow, uh, dark flavors. And I think that they would blend well with all kinds of um, other liqueurs. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. And you were right. This is a heavy cocktail. Heavy. I mean, with the amount of cream. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the whole egg. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about creamy yeah. then. That is, yeah. it's got to be, you could probably chew this cocktail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I made it. That's why, because I was going to break my fast with this sucker. Uh, you can leave out the heavy cream. That is going to create a much w- more watery cocktail, which um, which is not what I was going How for. I do that? The- yeah, this is a dessert cocktail. Yeah, go big or go right. home. That's right. That's right. So uh, so there you have it. The Porto Flip, as done by Alan Katz. Uh, and I think that, Matthew, brings us to the end of our show. Um, I think so. Yeah. It's been, it's been a pleasure breaking my fast with you. you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been great uh, sharing my PB&J with yeah. you. <laughs> wow. You would share your PB&J with me? No. <laughs> 
I didn't think so. I didn't think so. <laughs> I, I think we were on the playground. You would give me a noogie. I, mean, I, I, I have an extra Encrustable. I'd give you one. But uh, sure. We would both open our little little plastic crinkle wraps over there at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Like I do in my, my executive office at my uh, Do you like lock the door so that nobody walks into you on that moment or what? I, I, I close the door. <laughs> sure yes. you do. Yes. Sure you do. <laughs> you wouldn't want somebody to walk in while you're eating your Encrustable. Or I tell people I just don't what want is, people Why do I to... keep saying it's Crustable, isn't it? Is it Uncrustable? Uncrustable? they're called Uncrustable. I think so, because there's no crust. I don't know. What, what are these? Th- whatever they're called. They're, they're, it's children's food. It's children's food. Uh, <laughs> and, and adults who like to live like That's a child. Fair. That's know. fair. Well, folks, it's been a pleasure uh, spending today with you. We hope you enjoyed both of these dessert cocktails and uh, encourage you to uh, uh, finish off a a, a decadent meal with one dessert cocktail of your own. Um, You can find us on social media in all kinds of places at Giant Cocktails on Mastodon, on Twitter, on Instagram. And I think that's it, right? That's, that's it. it, yeah. Yep. Um, yep. Until you start dancing on TikTok. That's right, that's right. I, I, I'm planning on it, I'm planning on it, but I'm kind of like dragging it out in hopes that the government bans it before I get to it. <laughs> or we'll have to move to Montana where it's been banned already, I think. But anyway, um, yeah, so talk to us there. We love to interact with people, so reach out to us, say hello, and um, uh, yeah. And uh, on that note, Matthew, it has been a pleasure, as always, my friend. Cheers. Cheers, Ben. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Giant Cocktails Podcast. Until next time, bottoms up.